WarriorsRevolution.com. Welcome to today's program. This is Rick Rodriguez, Olive, Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Beautiful day today. I uh, planned for, as I planned for today's program, I could not find the direction. I have verses. I uh, generally plan and have a direction, but today I didn't. So last night, well, last night as I was preparing, I could not figure out what is going on. I looked at uh, what I've been presenting over the past month, two months, the direction I've been going. And I did not, I could not, as I sat to try to decide the direction to go again, I couldn't find a direction. So I just thought, all right, I guess the Holy Spirit is up to something. And we're going to find out what that is as the program goes on. I do have these verses that I'm going to read out of Isaiah chapter 1. Isaiah chapter 1 is Isaiah, when he first comes out into his ministry, the first thing he presents to God's people is, you are like a flock, like cattle. You're, I'll just read it to you. Verse 1, the vision of Isaiah, the son of Amoz, which he saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah. Hear, O heaven, give ear. O earth, for the Lord has spoken. I have nourished and brought up children. They've rebelled against me. The ox knows his owner. The ass, his master's crib. But Israel does not know. My people doth not consider. Now, I'm going to liken this to the Amer the, the church is not just in America, but the church is at the end of the world internationally because the type fits. This is directed at Israel, but also 
the conditions are exact concerning God's churches internationally. Sinful nation of people laden with iniquity, the seed of evildoers, children that are corruptors, they've forsaken the Lord, they've provoked the Holy One of Israel unto anger, they've gone astray backward. Why should you be stricken anymore? You will revolt more and more. The whole head is sick, the whole heart faint. And I know it's hard to maybe understand that this could be the, ch the condition of all of God's churches internationally here at the end of the world. But if you look at Paul's writings, and if you look at the writings of the prophets in the Old Testament, if you look at the words of Christ himself, at the end of the world, Christ said, Will I find faith? At the end of the world, Paul the Apostle in Second Thessalonians chapter 2 said there would be one of the great signs to the church, to God's people, apostasy. The direct leaving, moving away from, abandoning, departing from God. The knowledge of God, the laws of God, the plans of God. So it's in the scripture. So these verses fit the present day situation of the churches. From the sole of the foot even to the head, there is no soundness in it, but wounds and bruises, putrefying sores, they've not been closed neither bound up, neither mollified with ointment. Like I've stated many times, a dysfunctional church. Sick. What did the Lord say to the church in Laodicea? You say you are rich, increased with goods, but you are poor, miserable, wretched, naked, and blind. Your country is desolate, your cities are burned with fire, your lands strangers devour, in it your presence, or your strangers devour it in your presence, and it is desolate, as overthrown by strangers. And the daughters of Zion is left as a cottage in a vineyard, as a lodge in a garden of cucumbers, as a besieged city. So Isaiah goes on through the whole chapter, basically telling the nation of Israel, its condition. At the end of the world, God will have his prophets. God will have his men and women that will present to the areas in which they operate, the locations, localities, regions, the condition, and how God sees the communities of believers in the areas where they reside. This is what God does with the people that are called as his prophets. All the children of God have intuitive ability. They can all prophesy. They all have, I can say again, intuitive abilities 
to speak as God would direct them. But then there are offices, people that are called specifically to certain areas, to regions, to countries on a greater uh, uh, in greater responsibility like Isaiah. He four kings, he, he, he's a, a prophet through four, king, through, four, through four kings to the nation of Israel. Not all of God's children are called to high, re, high positions of responsibility. God handpicks, He trains, He instructs, and then He commissions His prophets as He pleases according to His counsel for His eternal purpose. The Apostle Paul, when he had his conversion, eventually part of his commission was to go to the Gentiles because the plan that God had had to be made known to Israel and to the Gentiles, the non-Jewish nations. This was God's call, or Paul was ordained for that purpose. And he was told that because of that purpose, he would suffer, which he did. But his writings, his letters, have changed the world. With the prophets of God, everyone desires, it's just in the nature of man to desire to sit in positions of power. We all have that tendency. It's very dangerous. I uh, know a family member that wanted to run for office, be put in office in a, in a, a city, but we knew that it would destroy her because the city that she was, uh, where she was living, it was full of people in the occult, and they weren't going to allow it. Kind of the same principle with Donald Trump. You have a political system full of devil worshipers, and they don't want anybody in that system that is not part of their family. Donald Trump was not part of that family. With the prophets, one thing that God made it clear to all of the prophets that Isaiah, Ezekiel, Jeremiah, who were the pre-exile prophets, they warned the children of Israel that because of their disobedience to God, they were going to be taken captive. They were going to be removed from their land. Their land was going to be occupied by other people. This was a, a negative sanction. This was a punishment. God had warned them, I will bless you. You will obey me. If you don't obey me, there will be negative sanctions. There will be consequences that will be unpleasant. 
You'll be removed from the lands that I gave you. Your inheritance, you'll be, your inheritance, you will no longer have. After they were in exile, then you had the other prophets, Daniel, Hosea, numerous. Zechariah, Joel, all these prophets post-exile began to tell the children of Israel that God is going to restore you back to your land once again. And they were restored. So there were negative sanctions if they were obedient to God, to His laws that were put there to protect them, especially from witchcraft, from sorcery, from the uh, the, uh, their occult world at that time. They have different names for it back then, but it's the exact same thing. But mainly God had to protect them from the gods of the lands that surrounded them and protect them from the gods that they themselves would make, just like the children of Israel making that calf, that golden calf. They weren't influenced by the nations They decided to do that on their own because it's in the nature of man to want to worship something. Anything physical that is created, be careful you don't worship it. God, in our time, we have to be careful because the trees, the uh, environmental movement, the people involved in in the New Age movement, they worship crystals, the rocks, they worship everything. We have to be careful. Uh, even within the churches, the, the cross itself, everybody wears the cross. You have to be careful. These things can be icons to, you know, kind of, you can identify with, <coughs> pardon me, but we have to be careful because these things can become idols I know just uh, in my life being ignorant there were a lot of things that they were my uh, good luck charms no in God's kingdom there's no such thing as good luck charms so we have to be careful so the prophets later in Isaiah chapter 1 in verse 25, 6, 7, I'm going to go to them right now. The key to this apostasy is in these verses. Verse 25, I will turn my hand upon you. Eventually God is going to get a hold of them. And I'm going to purely purge away your contamination. Everything that makes you weak everything that keeps you from being holy, things that keep you from being upright and righteous and polluted. I'm going to turn away your dross. I'm going to take away all your tin. God, in the type, His divinity, the type is gold. God tells us in Revelation chapter 3, Buy of me gold tried in the fire. He doesn't mean physical gold. He means 
by of me my divine nature through hardship, through transformation, through the renewing of your mind. God, buy for me gold tried in the fire, the divine nature. The more time we spend with Christ, the more time we spend praying in the Spirit, the more the nature and the understanding of who God is and the power of God residing in us as the Holy Spirit, the more clearly we can see, the more our mind is renewed and restored and healed from the way we were uh, damaged psychologically before we came to Christ. We come to Christ as damaged goods. We come to Christ with all these fallen concepts, philosophies, and Christ has to break them in our thinking. His kingdom and the kingdom of darkness, two different kingdoms, the thought process and the kingdom of darkness, there are many things that are acceptable that are not acceptable in the kingdom of heaven, as we can see today in the present world. God has to renew our mind. And that is the purpose of the Holy Spirit, to lead us to truth and to make us more sensitive in our intuition. So he has to take away all the tin. Verse 26, I will restore the judges as at the first. Initially, Israel had judges. And these judges made sure the society... Everything in that society was in harmony. It was a, a wonderful society when there were just when there was justice. Someone would commit a crime. Immediately that crime, there had to be a restoration if there was damage, if some an animal died, there had to be restitution. If someone murdered somebody intentionally, there was immediate punishment. If there was a person that would accidentally kill somebody and he was being hunted, there were cities of refuge. Judges. Today in the body of Christ, as in Israel at that time in Isaiah chapter 1, where were the judges? Where were the judges of Israel? Well, they weren't there. They weren't functioning. But Isaiah said that there would be judges again like at the beginning. Israel today, presently, eventually, there will be the judges once again in Israel and Jerusalem will be called a holy city once again. In America, what is lacking in the assemblies across the nation are judges. To be specific, prophets. The prophets were the judges of Israel. Samuel was a judge. He was a priest, but he was also a judge. He was a prophet, but also he was a judge. Moses. Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, 
the post-exile prophets were judges in the principle of the judges. Paul, I mean, uh, King David in Psalm 119, I believe, talks about the law, statutes, talks about the ordinances. Just like our present-day judges that sit on the benches, they have to know the law. And the judges of Israel had to take the writings of Moses and they had to be instructed by those writings if they were going to judge the people. David talks about, I think it's, I believe it is Psalm 119. We are to be the judges. The prophets within the body of Christ are to be the judges. But, like in chapter, in Matthew uh, 4, 5, 6, in the constitution of the kingdom of heaven, Christ presents, judge not lest you be judged. I believe that was the beginning of chapter 6 or 7. 7. Judge, lest you not, judge not lest you be judged. He's not saying you shouldn't judge if you look at the scripture clearly, if you interpret it correctly. He's not saying you shouldn't judge. He's saying you have to be careful how you judge so that your judgment is accurate. But no, there has to be judgment. We have to judge things. We have to look at situations. We have to make, we, we have to, we are to come to a conclusion on matters. But be careful how you judge. Take the, take the beam out of your eye. Then you're able to cl see clearly. Then you can clearly make judgments. That's what Christ is saying. I will restore the judges as at the first and your counselors as at the beginning. Afterward, you will be called the city of righteousness, the faithful city. In the time that we live, America, in the churches and that, uh, throughout this country, there is a need for prophets. Ordained prophets called by God in the regions of the country, in the cities of the country, in the assemblies, the healthy assemblies have people that have prophetic ability. There was a time throughout the years, many times, where I would go to pastors and I would tell them, you're going to be infiltrated by the children of the devil by witches, by warlocks, the New Age, people in the New Age. And you're going to have to have people within the assemblies that have the giftings, especially of discernment, <coughs> pardon me, so that you can see what's going on in the assembly who's coming in. People with prophetic ability. There was, I know we're going to go to break in just a second, but I'll tell you this story. Down in Denver, I'm with a fellowship. We're ministering down there. 
I'm part of a ministry and uh, being uh, we're taking classes and the we're renting from a bigger a church we're renting just a part of a part of a the just a, a part of the facility and we're not really working with the main group the group, main assembly we're just renting and one day I know that some of the people from the other the, the big assembly they had these young kids that were in the uh, music and uh, I walked over and I'd never really met anybody in that congregation but I went over and I look at these people that are in the music in their uh, choir and I'm thinking what is huh and I realize some of these kids are in the occult and I can tell these why are these kids doing the ministry why are they doing the the uh, praise and worship when they're in the occult well we're gonna go to break and I'll finish this story when we get back so hang on your ears and shake your rear with the Funky Garage Fossil Jostle, Saturday nights at 8 p.m. on 1360 KHNC. You'll hear the coolest 60s garage psychedelic surf and 60s and 70s funky grooves. Tune in, turn up, and get down. 1360KHNC.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. Hey folks, The Rev here. I want to introduce you to my friend Zach Frisbee, decorated combat veteran and Purple Heart recipient. His real estate service has incredible programs and can even offer a $1,500 closing cost to veterans. Zach also donates $500 to the VFW for every home he helps you buy or sell. Zach's website is foothills.life. Again, that's foothills.life. Make Zach at foothills.life your choice for all your real estate needs, real estate done right. It's your local hometown gun and knife show, June 12th and 13th. We will have the largest selection of guns, both new and used. Ammo, knives, accessories, military surplus, self-defense products, and much more of the items you want to see at the gun show. All conveniently off I-25 and Highway 34 West at the outlets at Loveland. Our dealers buy, sell, and trade. There will be $50 CCW classes on Saturday and Sunday. See PEShows.com for more details. See you at the show. Hi, folks. I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. 
Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Hi, everybody. Glenn Tate, co-host of Prepping 2.0. Shelby Gallagher here. Join us Saturdays at 9 a.m. Right here on 1360 KHNC. Where we bring you great ideas to take your preps to the next level. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus All right, we'll continue. So anyhow, I noticed that these young kids, some of them were in the occult. And I didn't say anything. And later on, one of the members of the assembly, I was talking to him, we were visiting, and I told him, and I've told this story before, but we need to hear it again. Name was Mike. And I said, hey, uh, what's up with these young kids? A couple of these kids are in the occult. He goes, yeah, yeah, well... The pastor, you know, feels that, you know, if they're here, they're going to be influenced, and eventually they'll come to Christ. Well, that's absurd. If anything, if anything, who in the right mind would want kids in the occult doing leading praise and worship to God? There's no way they have the Holy Spirit upon them. It's, it's uh, insane. Well, then he tells me that at that assembly, and if I were to tell you the name of the pastor, you would know him. Many of you in this audience would know him. You'd know his parents. They were in deliverance years ago. He said that one day there was a brother that came in, and he sat at the back. And he said after a couple of meetings, he said, I introduced myself to the, the this, this brother and we got to visit with one another and we got to be friends and he tells me that the reason he was there is because the Holy Spirit had sent him as a prophet to that ministry to pray for that pastor and to protect him from the occult well when he got there immediately these young kids backed out of the praise and worship and they left Mike tells me that for the next year, this church really began to have a spiritual awakening. At the end of that year, one day Mike came, and the brother said, "This will be my last meeting. I'm I'm uh, I'm going to be leaving." And Mike asked him why. He said, "Well, because I've been here for a year. The pastor hasn't." come over to say hi. He hasn't shaken my hand. He hasn't asked me to go to dinner, to visit, to have a cup of coffee. He's avoided me. And so I have been asking the Lord, okay, Lord, there's nothing I can do here. And the Lord told me, you're right. You can leave. 
but one more one more Sunday and you're finished. So he told Mike, this will be my last Sunday. Mike said that after he left, immediately within weeks, the same group of witches and the couple of warlocks returned to that assembly. And he said from that point on, you could just tell the spirit had gone. This is the purpose of people that are prophetic. And I have talked to these pastors throughout the years. And I told them, you're going to be infiltrated if you don't have people that have prophetic ability, <coughs> pardon me, to help you to be your eyes to get a sense of what's going on in this assembly, you're going to be infiltrated. Well, they basically, uh, some are prophetic anyhow. They have prophetic, prophetic uh, tendencies, and they just have this thought that, well, that'll never happen to me, not my, not my fellowship. This happened out in Nevada. It's happened here in Colorado. This will never happen to my fellowship. Well, that is number one mistake right there. With the fellowship that we were with being trained in what is called the, the uh, School of the Spirit, this was Rick Joyner people. And I don't know what you think about the Joyner Ministries. I, I am kind of... Uh, oh... I kind of go back and forth on, on the Rick Joyner Ministries and, and many of these people. There are the good aspects, but there are things that I'm just not comfortable with. But anyhow, this brother and his wife... They came out to start a school of the spirit. We were with them down in Denver. I didn't want to necessarily, I didn't know anything about it, but I did take these classes, which were very beneficial for my uh, abilities in the prophetic world. But in these classes, there were some of these young girls who had been at some point in their life recently involved in the New Age movement. They were believers. They were Christians. They were born again. But they still had tendencies. Women like to get into the, the woo-woo, the kind of spooky type of stuff. It's just a natural thing with women. They really like to get into that. And uh, in that group, there was one woman, one girl, young girl in particular, she would never talk about the Lord Jesus but she liked that she liked being there she would come over to visit with my wife and I but she would call she would always say daddy daddy she would never say the Lord Jesus my God or my Christ God is my father she would always talk about the Lord Jesus as daddy that was kind of odd to me and my wife later on we realized she wasn't even a Christian she didn't, but she had infiltrated. There were some other girls that had a lot of, that had many uh, psychological problems. They could never break away from the occult influence they had been involved in in years past. 
there needed to be some deliverance with them. And there wasn't really much I could say to the husband or to the brother and his wife uh, because they were trying to build a little ministry. So we just had to let things be. But now, it cannot continue that way. Now, things are going to change in the churches that are going to be used by the Holy Spirit things are going to be different. There are some assemblies that are not necessarily evangelical, but because there's such a strong presence of the Holy Spirit and because the community is really tight and they know one another, and if anybody new comes into the fellowship, they are a tight community and they, they know what's happening within that little assembly. There's a protection there. <clears throat> Pardon me. Okay. So with that base, now I'm going to go on. Without a vision, the people perish. Without a vision, the people have no boundaries. There are no restraints. There is nothing but confusion, chaos. There is no order. Without a vision... The people don't have a direction. They don't have a road map. They don't know where they're going. They're just walking. 20 different directions. We are at the end of the world. We are in the final years of this dispensation. Christ is, is a decade out. The signs that are taking place internationally right now are clear signs that Christ, Israel's Messiah, His return and His coming for the children of Israel, for the believers, His second coming is near. The explosion in technology, the explosion in the ability to communicate. The panoptic world that we live in, all seeing with the cameras, with the surveillance, these are the signs of the end of the world. Without a, without a vision, the people continue in their merry way. And the pastors of the land, the Lord, Holy, the Lord Jesus said, if the blind lead the blind, both are going to fall into the fecal canal. If the blind are leading the blind, the blind will go in and the followers leading the blind will go into that same filth. The pastors of the land, I know that the work of the Holy Spirit, the Lord said that He has 7,000 that have not bowed the knee to the all aspects of Baal, of the occult, of the gods of the time, the gods in the world. They have not bowed the knee to the gods in this society. They're there. They are out there. 
And God is giving them the vision and the revelation that we are at the end of the age, at the end of the world, that the hardships that Christ said would come are coming. We've already started down the incline. There is no way to stop the momentum. The people that it, it's a situation where only the Holy Spirit is going to be able to help us individually as families, as a society, as congregations, assemblies. It's only going to be the Holy Spirit. Every person is different. Every person has a different place in the world, a different function. But we all have and have been given the same ability spiritually. We've all been given and have access to the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. These giftings in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 are important to all of us. It's an individual matter. It can be a family matter. But even with my family, I tell them, we as a family have something that Christ has us do doing. But individually, each one of us in the world where God has us, only God can meet us in that world. Only He can give us direction. Only He can, because God has something different for each one of us. They all have different occupations. My wife and I do something different. My, my ministry is different than my wife's. There's so much I'm trying to throw in here. So much I, I have that I want to communicate. But we're at the end of the world. We're at the, in the last decade. Everything is ready. The nations now, there is talk of war. Russia against the United States. China against the United States. China against some of her Asian sisters. NATO is now going to be the armies that will stop China. Russia is not really the, the threat anymore. Russia has a different purpose in God. And if you can see the prophecies about Russia, Russia is not going to be a threat to NATO, to the European Union. Russia is not going to be a threat to America. Russia is going to be a threat to Israel. Iran continues to push the hatred of Iran and the Iranian people, especially those in Islam against Israel, is at a fervor, at a pitch. It's intense. It's going to break one of these days. It's going to, there's going to be a action. Iran is coming. Russia's coming, Russia's coming, Iran will come with Russia, Turkey probably will come, Ukraine is going to come with Russia to this war east of Israel in present-day Jordan, but not yet. The signs are there, so that means that God has to prepare the assembly of judges slash prophets. It is His responsibility. 
That's what God, that's, that's uh, God's responsibility. And God has always been faithful to his people. There is a company within the dysfunctional churches internationally. There is an assembly. It's a group. It's a small residue that God is working with. All of the main work of the Holy Spirit is going to build and to train and to place these people, these prophets that are going to be uh, effective against the occult world in this nation presently. Okay, now there's another, lay down another block. The prophets, okay, I know which direction to go now. There was, everybody likes to talk about the move of God. And there, are, there have been many moves of God throughout the, this last century, the last 120 years. There were the moves in uh, California, another move later in the 20s, during the, the uh, late 20s, early 30s, in California, L.A., another move later on in Oakland, California, there have been moves up in Canada, the East Canada, Central Canada. There have been all these different moves throughout this country, each one with a vital, there's a, a, a vital plan behind them. There was the great, the great move of the Holy Spirit in the early 60s and 70s. I've talked about the Jesus movement the move of God with the Jesus people, the young people, the baby boom generation children. This was a move of God to a group of children, baby boom children, born after World War II from about 47 to about 63. The work and the plan of the Holy Spirit at that time was to Christ's intention was to get out of all of these children in the United States of America, east coast from the east coast to the west coast, north to south. He wanted to bring the born again experience to Jewish people and Gentile people together because he had a plan with the Jewish people and the Gentile people. The Jewish young men and women that got saved, we're going to go to a break. We're going to have to continue after about uh, two and a half minutes. So we have, hold on right now. Hang on. Hi, folks. The Rev here. 
The Hunting and Sportsman's Gun Show is Northern Colorado's premier event in 2021. These shows feature dozens of vendors that guarantee the best selection of guns and ammo in Northern Colorado. From the Loveland Outlet Malls to Island Grove Park in Greeley. For show dates, locations, or table reservations, visit PEShows.com. That's PEShows.com. While you're out, visit Harsh Outdoors at 600 Oak Avenue in Eaton. They carry a full line of ATVs, UTVs, mowers, trimmers, sprayers, and chainsaws from Husqvarna, DR, Generac, and EasyGo. Whether you have half an acre or a thousand, they carry the equipment you need. They also have a full-line gun store with lots of firearms, ammo, safes, and accessories. Check out HarshOutdoors.com. That's HarshOutdoors.com. Backyard or back 40, Harsh Outdoors has you covered. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and I would like to encourage everyone to make sure they are prepared financially as the Federal Reserve continues to destroy the value of the dollar. Since the closing of the gold window in 1971, the Federal Reserve has led the way in the explosion of debt and the devaluing of your money. They openly say that they need 2% inflation, which simply means they hope to devalue your money, and they want to do this every single year, year after year. I know it's hard to understand, but the Federal Reserve believes in prosperity through debt and growth via the devaluation of your future. To learn more about how to protect yourself, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800 951 0592 and protect yourself against the devaluing of your money. Hi, folks. Brian Kilmeade here. Thanks for listening to my show each weekday from 7 till 9 a.m. Have you heard how much KHNC, the Roar of the Rockies, has grown? Got a new lineup, big signal, and rapidly growing audience. So if you own a business and would like to reach a conservative, patriotic, northern Colorado audience in a very affordable way, contact my buddies, my friends at KHNC, 970-587-5003, or email them at ontheair at khnc.net. That's 970-587-5003. Tell them Brian Kilmeade sent you. This is Carter, bail agent at ASAP Bail Bonds. We now have a radio show. Tune in every Sunday at 2 to 3 to learn the truth about bail. Feel free to give us a call anytime for free bail information. 970-378-7878. We want you to know the truth about the rise in crime. Tune in every Sunday at 2. Okay, so this, with the Jesus movement being between 1960 and 1976, this was the first time, to my knowledge, in America, the first time that the Holy Spirit had influenced Jewish people, young Jewish people, like never before in America's history. To my knowledge, I have not read anything concerning how the Jewish community was so affected by the work of the Holy Spirit. It was a very unique time. I, don't, I can't say what happened in Russia or other parts of the world, but I know the Jewish community in America between 60 and 76, they were affected like never before out of that out of the Jewish young Jewish people that, that were born again, 
Many of them eventually took ministry to Israel. Zola Lovett, uh, there was Sid Roth, uh, there are others that uh, I can't right now remember. But there was a great ministry of Jewish people that started ministries. I think Keith Green might have been Jewish that affected the American culture. And again, they went to eventually, many of these would go, young Christians, Jewish Christians would go to Israel. And you have Messianic uh, assemblies in Israel presently, Jewish people that are ministering to the Jewish population, to the, the society. So, a move of God. In the second hour, we're going to talk about the move of God in northern Colorado. So, I know you want to come back. There are some changes that I'm making and I need prayer for. I ask you to pray for me that God will give me wisdom in what to do and that God's hand will be on His plan. Also, there is a plan that the Holy Spirit has for northern Colorado and beyond. And this is a battle I've been involved in. I can't tell you what it is. I can't say anything. But I would ask, if you would, it is a battle that only God can fight. This battle is involved, involving the, the occult world, the demonic forces in the heavens. Uh, I don't want to get too deep into it. But if you would just pray that what the Holy Spirit is just trying to do is there is a battle that only He can fight in northern Colorado that's going to affect Colorado and this country, I believe internationally also. It's a battle for His plan, His eternal purpose that only He can fight. I have had to back out of it. I've had to get my hands off of it. I can't touch it. I'm not to go into that battlefield. I'm to stay out. But I am to just ask that you would pray that God, it's His battle, that He will fight it, and that I know He wants to get the victory. He will get the victory, but it's got to be in His hands. So, Lord, the battle is yours. The battle is yours, and the victories are yours, and the glory is yours. We'll be back for hour two. Please stay with me. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Worvin. Colorado Governor Jared Polis signed three gun reform bills into law Saturday. The new regulations coming on the heels of a mass shooting in Boulder earlier this year. One of them allows cities in Colorado to establish their own gun regulations, overriding a previous state law that prohibits local governments from enacting gun ordinances. 
He also signed legislation to prohibit gun dealers from transferring firearms to another person who was convicted of specified misdemeanor offenses or who hasn't had a background check successfully finished. The third bill requires the Office of Gun Violence Prevention within the Department of Health and Environment to conduct public awareness campaigns to educate the general public about state and federal laws and existing resources relating to gun violence prevention. Lots of Colorado was looking for some relief from the heat Saturday, but not in the form of thunderstorms that could spawn tornadoes. Much of the eastern plains saw numerous landspout tornadoes Saturday afternoon, the ones that look like an upside-down funnel with powerful winds, of course, some of the storms bringing inches of hail to places like New Raymer. Touchdowns were reported around Byers and Wiggins, but it doesn't appear there was any significant damage reported this time and no one got hurt. The same storms dumped a lot of rain in a short time around parts of the Denver metro area around 2 in the afternoon. Storm watches got canceled by last evening, though, and temperatures dropped into the much more comfortable 60s and 70s as those storms moved off into Kansas and Nebraska. I'm Jim Williams. The numbers on COVID inoculations statewide keep moving up a bit each day. Just over 48% of the state's populations finished the vaccination process. 54%, slightly less than 3.2 million people, have at least one dose so far. Colorado's rate of vaccination is also down. The state gave about 427,000 injections a week at the peak. Last week, just 134,000 were administered. I'm Ted Werbin on the Rocky Mountain News Network. Get five-star tools for your five-star dad with battery power made by steel. From mowers and blowers to trimmers and more, with the AK Homeowner Series starting at $199.99, Dad can get the work done quickly and make more time for what really matters. Shop online at steelusa.com slash gift guide. Pick up at over 10,000 local steel dealers. All prices MSRP includes battery and charger are available at participating dealers. Dad doesn't quit until the job is done. So get him gas-powered tools from steel that can keep up with him. From chainsaws and trimmers to blowers and more, steel has the tools Dad needs. With legendary steel gas-powered equipment starting at $139.99. Shop online at steelusa.com slash gift guide. Pick up at over 10,000 local steel dealers. All prices MSRP available participating dealers. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Reasons to own gold. Reason number one. Culturally, the golden rule is treating others as you want to be treated. But financially, the golden rule is those that have the gold make the rules. When you retire, make sure you can write your rules. 
Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Hello, I'm Jessica Autry with the TC Group, 970-396-2404, your Colorado native realtor with 10 years real estate and property management experience. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, rent, or list your rental, I can help. Just call me at 970-396-2404 or email me at jessellenrealestate at gmail.com. Night and the leaves hanging down and the grass on the ground smelling sweet. Move up the road to the outside of town and the sound of that good gospel beat. Sits a ragged tent. For two hour two. This is Rick Rodriguez, founder of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. Welcome to today's program to the second hour. And uh, podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. I do have the program on Thursday from 11 to 1. And also, Saturday, I have a segment from 1230 to 1. I wanted to give my contact information, P.O. Box, or Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80501, 80502. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Rick at khnc.net. Rick at khnc.net. I finished off the last hour by stating that there is a plan that the Holy Spirit has for northern Colorado, and he's got to fight a battle that only he can fight for that purpose. Not just northern Colorado, but for Colorado, for 
uh, the country. And I just ask that you would just ask the Lord to fight the battle. It's only He can get the victories. What that plan is, I can't tell you. But there is an objective that God has for His eternal purpose. And that you would pray that He would fight that battle for the victories. That for His kingdom's sake, what His will is, that His will will be done. That His kingdom will come, His will will be done. I ask you to pray that. For my ministry, I am in, the mat in, in a transition. I would ask you to pray also that God will help me make the right decision, take the right direction, stay dead center. I don't want to deviate. I don't want to go left, right. I want to be exactly where I need to be, expand as I need to expand into the areas that I need to expand into. And whatever that is, I have ideas, but I don't trust myself. I don't trust me. I want the Holy Spirit to be sovereign. Unless He speaks clearly, I'm not moving. I'm not, I'm doing nothing. So, the wind blows where it wills. So is everyone that is called, or so the wind blows where it wills. It lands where it wills, so is everyone that is born of the Spirit. This has to be your desire also, that as the Holy Spirit blows upon your life in the world that you are to affect, that His will will be done. You have something that only you can do. I'm going to talk to you in a bit about the move of God that had shifted from southern Colorado to northern Colorado. But before I do that, I want to say this. There's a brother by the name of Gary North. He's a lecturer. He's an economist. He has written much on the prophets of God coming from the point of image and dominion and from the point of sanctions, negative and positive sanctions. He is a, uh, a dominionist, if you know what that is. I'm not a, I'm not, I am not a dominionist, but Gary Norse writings are fabulous. He also lectures. One of the lectures is he talks about calling and occupation. Simply, many Christians in 100 years ago would think that their occupation was their calling. And that the job that they did was God's calling for them. But there was another thought within the, uh, I think it was the Presbyterian community, that there was a difference between calling and occupation. Calling would be something you would do apart from your occupation. I've had done many things in my life. I've had, uh, from the time I, I've had a, Young as a young boy, a paper route. I I was a caddy at a golf course. I helped my uncle plumb. Many different things throughout life. Those are my occupation. But there are times when my occupation is my calling, but then it'll separate, 
and my calling is completely different than my occupation. I have an occupation presently, and to some degree it is a ministry. But then I have what I do here on the program. This is solely ministry. I don't do this for money. I, I am able to, God has helped me work it out with the owners of the station to be able to work, cover the boards on the weekend to pay for this program. There was a time initially where I took the job to be able to pay for the program, but then things developed in the sovereign hand of God, and I'm able to cover this program, and with the finances that come in from those who uh, assist me, I am buying, I, I use that also for ministry. I, there are people that are hurting that I help, and there are there's equipment that I am purchasing. I am in the process of starting a website and, God willing, a podcast off that website. But it takes money and it takes, I, I, it's a whole new world to me. But thank God I do have people around me that are assisting me. Calling and occupation. Calling, according to, and I agree with Gary North. There is something in that we individually, something that we do that no one else can do. Something that we do in which we cannot be replaced. The occupation where you work. Some people think, well, I am so valuable, they cannot replace me. Well, time and time again, they people find out that's not true. They leave a position, somebody does replace them. But there is something in the work that God gives each one of us individually that we, only we can do. No one can replace us in that calling. Moses, when he was raised in Egypt, he could not be replaced. God did not have time to go another 60 years to bring in somebody to replace Moses. He was not, he was a, you could not replace him. The Apostle Paul, in what he did, he could not be replaced. There was no one that could have replaced him. The Apostle John, in that exact principle, Samuel, Joseph, Jacob, each one of us, there is something that you do that no one else can do. It is only you. Only you can carry out that purpose with God. Only you can. Are, you are vital to that plan. The whole world is coming down on our heads. But the Lord Jesus said we are to occupy till He comes. We're not to look to tomorrow. We're to enjoy the blessings of this day. If there are hardships in this day... The Holy Spirit will help us get through the hardships, whatever they may be. Sickness, illness. There is, we have the Holy Spirit in this day. But each one of us in this audience, regardless of your age, there is something that you are uniquely qualified for and nobody can replace you. Sisters, young, old, 
black, white, Hispanic, Asian. God doesn't look at it the way we see things. God sees his children as his children. God is truly colorblind. He does not see black, white, Asian. He doesn't see this. He doesn't see male, female. Each has a different purpose, a different function, but we're his children. There is something that each one of you, only you can do it. That's your calling. No one can replace you. Without you, your world is going to be in trouble. There was a woman in the book of Acts, her name was Dorcas. She, she loved to make things and to help the believers in the area where she lived. When she died, there was grieving for her by the whole community. And when the, I think it was Peter, when they told Peter who she was, he prayed and she was resurrected from the dead. I, I believe it was Peter. Dorcas. We all are Dorcases. There is something that if we die, there was a time when if I would have died early, my wife and my children would have, the, the rest of their life they would have suffered. I think I did tell that story at one time. And at that time, I told the Lord, I said, Lord, if I die, this hardship is going to come to my wife and to my children. And the Holy Spirit also asked me in this one afternoon visit, He said, if you die, is there anyone that can replace you in, in ministry? And in, in honesty to the Holy Spirit, I said, no. You have trained me. You have raised me. You have been my instructor. There is nobody that can replace me. If I die, the world that I am to affect is going to be affected. It was like Peter in that principle where Satan wanted to sift Peter as wheat. And if Satan would have sifted him, can you imagine the ministry that Peter would not have had and how we would not have been affected by his ministry, by his writings, by his work later on as he went out as one of the apostles? In the exact same testimony that I just gave you, if I would have died in 2002, there would have been a void and I would not be here, and I would not be able to present to you what I've been presenting. I've not, uh, no one has presented to you that Donald Trump is the seventh king in Revelation chapter 17, verse 10, and that he's the stranger in 1 Kings chapter 8. He's a great prophecy about Donald Trump in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. Donald Trump sits between the two administrations of Antichrist, Barack Obama in his first administration, Barack Obama in his, last, in his second administration, and Donald Trump sits directly between him. You see the, why he has been attacked so viciously? And he's going to continue to be attacked. And if we don't pray for him, 
He's going to leave this earth early, probably with his wife and his children. The children of the devil are vindictive. They are out to kill. They, they will trade tit for tat. If they die while in the process of killing us, so be it. That's, a, that's their spirit about them. Now, I'm going to talk to you about the plan of God in northern Colorado. In 1991, James Dobson made the decision to leave California and move to Colorado Springs. He took Dobson, the Dobson Ministries, and moved to Colorado Springs. This was the beginning of a great move of God in Colorado Springs, in southern Colorado. When he made that decision, there are many prophetic ministries they know the moving of the Holy Spirit. And when Dobson made that decision to move, they planned to move their ministries also to Colorado Springs to coattail, to ride along James Dobson and his decision. And they did. You had the World Prayer Center. You had Ted Haggard. You had, uh, there were other ministries down there. I, I I'm trying to remember others. There was a, a prophetic center. But there was a group of people that were in the prophetic world. And this was kind of national. It was kind of a center for Christian activity. Starting in about 1991, 92, 93. Well, I didn't pay any attention to it until about 2000, 2001, right in that area. And all of a sudden I realized, wait a minute. This isn't just a group of churches that decided to get together. There's something happening here that's different. I took this school of the Spirit, the Rick Joyner people that were trained in this, what they call the School of the Spirit. I, my wife and I took classes in 1997 down in Denver. We took three, three uh, eight-week classes. And it really helped me in my abilities in the prophetic world. And at the same time, it helped me to understand the future uh, direction that God was going to have me go in my, in my ministry, in my calling. There would be something that uh, God had planned. And at that time in 1997, I had a, kind of like Peter one day, he, had a, he was in a trance. He had kind of a day vision. That's how it describes it in the book of Acts. So I had one of those. And in it, the Lord told me that, there was, that, that God was going to bring people into Colorado for judgment. Well, I didn't know what that meant. Well, as I've considered that over the years, I realized, I didn't realize that there was going to be a mass move of people from all over the country to Colorado. I didn't see the explosion that there was going to be in Denver, Aurora, South Denver, North Denver, uh, up all the way to, uh, to Highway 7. 
the expansion in the mountains. But I realize it now, through the years, God said, I'm going to that I'm going to bring many, many people are going to move to Colorado. I'm going to bring them to Colorado for judgment. Now, judgment can be, a, uh, I look at it, I have to look at it this way honestly. In a negative sense, they're coming here to be punished. And they don't know it. Many of them that are coming here are in the occult. And they're coming here to be punished. There are others that are coming here to be judged by the blood of Jesus Christ, they're going to become Christians. So going back to Southern Colorado, what happened is prophetic people are like gold, the people that follow the gold, uh, whenever they hear of a gold strike, gold mine, uh, a gold rush. You hear about a gold rush in Alaska and these people that are gold panners, boom, they're gone or in California, or in the hills of Colorado, or in North Dakota, South Dakota, wherever, in Africa. Prophetic people are like that, and this is what happened in southern Colorado. The prophetic people heard, they knew that there was going to be a move of God in southern Colorado, and they jumped to get to Colorado Springs. In the ways that God does things in His kingdom, we are not to just assume that we're to be a part of something that God is going to do because we want to be in the activity. That's not the way it works in the kingdom of heaven. There were people that were to be part of a prophetic move in Colorado Springs. They were, it was ordained for them, and they were there. The other people that were not to be part of that move, they moved, and the ministries went there, and they crashed. They ended up in a bad way. The ministries ended. I'm assuming that there was a lot of, uh, there were probably a few divorces, because when you're out of the will of God, you don't have any vision. When you're out of the will of God, you don't have any power. When you're out of the will of God, uh, basically, the Spirit has left. So people that leave and are in a place where the Spirit of God isn't, they better find and retrace their steps, get back to where the Spirit of God was. So many came to Southern Colorado and boom. Now, in 2001, I believe it was, 2002, there is a brother in Fort Collins, his name is Mel Johnson, All Nations Church, I was with Mel one afternoon. He was preparing. He owned Brother Mel's Barbecue. We were visiting. And out of nowhere, I just had this thought. And I, I told him, I said, Mel, that move in southern Colorado is going to end. James Dobson is going to step down from Focus on the Family. And the other ministries down there are going to basically dry up because the Holy Spirit is lifting off of that move that he had in southern Colorado. There are different reasons why. One, because it wasn't pure. One, because it was full of ego. There was a lot of uh, 
you know, competition. And because it wasn't pure financially, there were, it was a move for money, not just helping God's children. And I, I told him, I said, the move, the spirit is lifting off of that move in southern Colorado. Also, John Stalker is going to step down as pastor. He's going to step down. He's going to, he's going to retire. And uh, Mel wrote it down. Then about 2000, I, was, I started the, my ministry on the radio in Las Vegas, Nevada. And one day, while I was doing a Sunday program, all of a sudden the Lord, I began to present to the audience in Las Vegas what I'm presenting to you today. And in that presentation, the Lord told me, the move that is lifted the Holy Spirit has lifted off of the move in southern Colorado and the Holy Spirit is going to relocate in northern Colorado. And I told the audience there, I have it on tape. I'm going to go to break the bottom of the hour and we're going to be back. But the Lord told me, it's going to move to northern Colorado. I'm going to relocate in northern Colorado. And I was kind of shocked but I told the audience that well then okay we're going to go to a break I'm going to come back and I'll continue with the story you need to know this because you're in northern Colorado you need to know why you're here you need to know the plan of God why is the Holy Spirit re relocating here why did it leave southern Colorado because of competition and because it wasn't pure and it's going to be pure, and there's not going to be any competition here in northern Colorado. I'll be right back. Be careful when you're dealing with a conspiracy theorist. You may end up with a whole lot more truth than you're used to handling. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. Do you need your fireplace clean? Not sure if your fireplace is working right or not sure if the fireplace is efficient. Call Abundant Flame at 970-966-0217 to schedule your appointment. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-ins, pellet stoves, wood fireplaces, and electric fireplaces. Visit us at Abundant-Flame or call 970-966-0217. A new initiative known as the Pause Act, written by radical left-wing extremists, is gaining traction to be put on your Colorado ballot. Initiative 16 is cleverly worded to manipulate urban voters unfamiliar with ranching into believing that they are banning sexual acts against animals, when in reality, the initiative is intended explicitly to destroy Colorado agriculture and ranching by making basic health care procedures illegal and other ranching practices unfeasible. Visit stoppause.org to learn more. Stoppause.org. Kids, when making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes, don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. 
Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. We here at KHNC are looking for new conspiracy theories because all the old ones have become fact. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus Okay, we're going to continue. So, years later, I, as time goes on, I did. You don't get when the Holy Spirit begins to speak to us. He doesn't speak. He won't tell us everything at once. It comes as it need as it's needed. So now I know the move will be in northern Colorado. But I don't know anything more than that. I do eventually. My wife and I are in Las Vegas off and on to about 2011, 2013. And uh, eventually we start to make our move back to Colorado. And one day, as 2015, I had taken a prayer drive to Cheyenne. And coming back from Cheyenne, I stopped in Wellington and the Holy Spirit told me, take the old road to Fort Collins. Don't take 25. Drive the back road. I think it's Highway 1. So I went ahead, pulled through Wellington, took the back road. On the back road, the Lord told me, okay, the move in Col the northern Colorado is going to be in three counties. It was before that I thought northern Colorado, does that mean north of I-25 or north of I-70? Does that mean, what does that mean? I don't know what northern Colorado means. Southern Colorado to me meant basically Colorado Springs. So northern Colorado could be Denver, I don't know. But the Lord told me it will be in Weld County, Larimer County, Boulder County. These three counties is where my move will be. <coughs> The, and the attack that is going to come on these counties is religion. And I always, I understand that. Religion is going to be Satan's attack. And uh, 
Actually, he told me that before that. No, he told me years earlier that the attack would be religion. This was probably 2010, 20, 2007, 2008. The attack in northern Colorado would be religion. Then in 2015, he said it would be in northern, it would be in northern Colorado, Weld County, Larimer County, Boulder County, these three counties, because of the witchcraft in these three counties. The witchcraft in Weld County would be very powerful, more powerful in Larimer County, but the greatest power of the witchcraft would come out of Boulder, Colorado. Out of Boulder, Colorado would come great evil. And I know that clearly. And he said, out of Boulder, the greatest evil will come out of Boulder County and will come out of the city of Boulder. It's because of the way that the occult world, the powers in the air have set things up. A lot of witchcraft out of Well County. Powerful. More out of Larimer County. Very powerful. But the greatest witchcraft and the most powerful witchcraft would come out of Boulder County. Well, it made it more clear. And at the same time, in 2015, when I came back, I started driving through Loveland, Fort Collins. I went up to Greeley, driving I-25. I could not believe, and the eyes opened, the Lord opened my eyes. I could not believe the explosion of new churches. This is what I meant by religion. This is what the Lord was telling me. Just because churches are on every street corner does not mean it is God. It is the, there is a system within Christianity, Christianity, evangelical Christianity. There is a system. It is a business. And in that business, there is a way to be successful. So when I realized this number of churches and all these different assemblies, the Lord said, now these churches are they of me and I had to say no not all of them there are a few yeah naturally but for the most part no because then I hear one day I forget what year it was 2012 I forget I get news that John Stalker is planning to retire. Exactly what I had told Mel Johnson, New, New Na- All Nations Church. He documented it. And we find out that he's going to retire. And we, fi- he, we, we eventually find the one who's a successor. One morning, I wake up and the Lord tells me, Go up to see this new pastor. Go up to the assembly. Resurrection. Go up there and uh, just go to the meeting. So I did. And it was that morning that this uh, young man, Jonathan, made an announcement that he has been talking to other ministries, to other uh, Christian groups, and they're planning to do something uh, and go a new direction, and they're thinking about it. And the Lord 
I realized right then, this is danger. And that morning I went up and I talked to him after that meeting and I told him about the prophecy about John Stalker, how he would be stepping down. And I said, you're the one that's taken over. I said, be real careful. Don't move so quickly to join and make this decision to join these other groups to do whatever it is you're planning to do. But it was too late. He made that decision. The decision is to expand and begin to build little churches, continue to uh, expand church building. Well, I would just say that uh, this is a plan of many of the Christians throughout this country, and that is not God's intention. God's intention is that, how would I phrase it? We, it's just a continuation of systems, of ways. God's church is to be led, His people are to be led by His Spirit. And with the way that churches work presently, it is a business. And they're successful because they use business models from the world. I have a friend that was the pastor of one of the big uh, John Wimber assemblies down in Denver. I forgot the name of it, the vineyard. And I had been with him, and we were going to work with the young uh, with a black pastor in Denver. And this brother, because he was a vineyard pastor, and the vineyards really were a good model of how to set up a vineyard assembly anywhere and that model would be successful and the vineyards were successful using that model another brother the brother that anointed me in my ministry as a pastor I was ordained through two brothers and one of the two brothers he had the one of the initial vineyard fellowships down in Aurora in Denver he was one of the initial. He knew John Wimber, and he had John Wimber's blessing. He was very successful. Another brother that he worked with took up another vineyard. He was very successful. It's a business model. The Holy Spirit is not into business models. The Holy Spirit is into building a kingdom, an army that is trained to fight the gates at the gates of hell and it says that this army the gates of hell will not prevail these church builders throughout this country they are not they are not going to be successful they may be successful in attendance they may be successful in finances but they are going to be ineffective in the battle to come they're not going to have the spiritual ability to fight the demonic forces that are going to come against them individually, those in these ministries, the individuals, or as an assembly. They're already infiltrated. Many of them are Pentecostal. They operate in the giftings. But 
the children of the devil are so subtle, they also are gifted in the spiritual abilities through the power of the devil. Some of the big ministries in Florida, some of the people that, have been, that I have watched over the years that operate in those big assemblies doing miracles are in the occult. And the Christians believe it's a spirit of God. This is the deception that is upon the churches and many of the pastors of the land. So in northern Colorado, this move, God told me, I'm going to have to hide. I'm going to have to hide what I'm doing because if people hear about it, the gold diggers from all over the country are going to want to come here for the move of God and they're going to contaminate it. Whenever there's a gold rush, let's say in an area of California, you get so many people in that area that the, the waters get so dirty, so, I mean, you unclean, that everything's contaminated. God cannot have a move that is contaminated by the flesh, by the fallen nature of man, by the ambitions of man, by the, uh, the uh, what is the other word, uh, competitive nature of man. And I'm talking about people that would be truly born-again Christians. Don't think Christians can't operate in the flesh or in the soul or in their self-will, in their uh, fallen... Uh, in the soul, operating in the soul. Don't think that. That is, ex I'm excluding people that would come in that are in the occult that appear to be believers. They talk the lingo. They look like believers. They are, they're, they're like clones. You would swear, but there's a way to know if they're true believers or not. And if you know what you're doing, you can find out in just a matter of four sentences. You can find out if they're truly believers or not. I'm in Las Vegas with a friend of mine, Alex Romano. We're at a McDonald's. We're having a cheeseburger. And uh, like Alex would always tell me, Rick, let's go get a cheeseburger. So we'd go to McDonald's and we'd fellowship for three hours. He's, he's ministered in Las Vegas, deliverance, for 40 years. He was a, he's a mu musician. He's played with Frank Sinatra. He's played as a, a drummer for many, many bands. He eventually just, here just recently, decided he couldn't do that anymore. It's just gotten to be too evil. A group, three young men come up, and they're, they hear us talking about things of the Lord. They come up, and this one young kid was really fervent. Hey, man, I'm a Christian. Praise the Lord, and blah, 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 blah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. And boy, he knows everything. He's got it down, boy. He knows the scriptures. He's talking about everything. 
and Alex is starting to visit with him back and forth in a little dialogue. And I'm looking at this kid, and I'm going, wait a minute. No, there's something here. This is a spirit. It's a religious spirit. This kid is talking the talk, but... And Alex is there talking about this and that, and then finally they're... There's one little discrepancy in the doctrine they're talking about, and Alex is trying to say, well, no, that's not actually true. In the Hebrew, it means this, and the kid is resisting. I, I finally just said, I said, hey, excuse me, I just got a question for you. I said, uh, has Jesus Christ come in the flesh? And he stopped, and he looked at me, and he said, what? I said, has Jesus Christ come in the flesh? And he looked at me, and he said, no. Well, no, he didn't come in the flesh. And he ran out. And Alex looked at me, and he went, whoa. I said, he looked just like a Christian, Alex. Talked like a Christian, looked like a Christian. Knew the doctrine, knew the scripture. But he could not confess that Jesus Christ came in the flesh, because that means judgment to him. This is what I'm saying. Just because you meet people that appear to be believers and they talk, the Christian talk, and they, they oh, I mean, they can talk about salvation and they can talk about, you know, righteousness and we're saved by faith. You have to test the spirits. In northern Colorado, God has an army. It's a hidden group of people that are being prepared to begin to function in these three counties. The gift of discernment is one of the great gifts you're going to have to have. And it's an intuitive ability. The prophets of God, you can be gifted, you can be talented, you can be all these things. But I'm going to tell you something. For those of you that want to be, that are going to be the prophets, this is the principle of the prophet. You got to be holy. You are doing things as the Holy Spirit leads you, not because you want to see God's power. You want to heal the sick. You want to do these great things because your motives are, I'm going to get some of the credit. I'm going to be recognized. You're not holy. If you have that attitude, you're not holy. God is not going to share his glory with man, not with fallen man, not with your nature, not with your ambitions, not with your striving, not with your uh, competitive nature. God's prophets are holy. There's no guile in them. Their doctrine has to be solid. Doctrine, eschatology, and theology. If you're off in your doctrine and you're using the scriptures the way you want for your ministry so you can get ahead, and this is, this is what many of these guys would do down in Denver. They use, and the many in the Pentecostal movement, they use certain doctrine as their foundation, but their doctrine won't hold water. This move in northern Colorado is going to be holy. There's not going to be any guile. There's not going to be this matter of the flesh. 
It has to be holy. And the brothers and sisters involved are going to have to have discernment. We'll be back. Reasons to Own Gold. Brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group at allamericangold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled. Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank. Which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800 951 No people will tamely surrender their liberties, nor can any be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. On the contrary, when people are universally ignorant and debauched in their manners, they will sink under their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders. Samuel Adams. Hey man, pass the battle over and take a couple of hits off the MyKind CBD. Get your CBD by going to 1360KHNC.com and click on the shopping button, man. Silly Jamaican, there's no THC in this product. It's certified THC free. Just go to the website, 1360KHNC.com, click the shop. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longhawk. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. we know which direction the Holy Spirit wanted to go today. I tried to plan, and guess what? He had a different plan and a different design, different objective. Before I forget, 
Podcasts are on 1360khnc.com to the podcast section for today's program of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. Also for the Thursday program on uh, the Open Forum, which is from 11 to 1. And also uh, I, the podcast for the Saturday program I don't have, but just for these two, for the Open Forum Thursday and for this program today. My uh, contact information is Olive Tree Ministry. I'm just abbreviating it. It's the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry, but Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502-872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502, and Rick at net. Rick at KHNC.net. I appreciate those that assist me. I, Like I said, I am planning to, uh, I'm getting things set up for a website and looking for a way to find the best that I can to do a podcast that is very simple. I don't have time to spend a lot of time. And uh, so I thank you for your support financially and thank you for your prayers again. You were able to see a little bit of why I had asked for your prayers in the first hour that God has to fight this battle. There's a battle that's being fought in northern Colorado and that God can fight it. God, only God can fight this battle and that God will be victorious, that he will accomplish his objectives for his eternal purpose. So I just pray that... Uh, I ask that you will pray for me and help me make the decisions that I have to make to go perfectly into the future for the what God has called me to do. I do need prayer for that. Pray in the Spirit. And then again, that this battle that I talk about that I really can't get into too much detail, it is a battle. The battle is the Lord's. It's a battle He's going to fight for things happening in northern Colorado and Colorado and this country. It's a battle that he's got to fight. He's the only one that can get the victories. Uh, my hands are off of it. I can't touch it. I cannot go into that field. I can't go to war there. I just have to pray, Lord, the battle is yours. So God bless you. Have a wonderful week, fathers. Have a wonderful Father's Day. Enjoy your wives. Enjoy your children. May God bless you, that you may be the, the godly fathers that God ordained you to be, that you be the godly uh, prophets to your homes, to your households. God bless you, fathers, in the name of Jesus Christ. Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy or find my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com. Click on the shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins.